all new Terry Evans show with Pete, Pete Fatipko. Classic Rock. On Classic Rock K97. The extreme cold warning is still in effect, but hey, look at this. It's minus 27. That's downright balmy for today. <laughs> to have the temperature not start with a minus 30 something? <laughs> Like a treat. I thought, why am I wearing two coats today? <laughs> I was actually surprised when the car started right away, as opposed to doing that "please don't make oh. me start" thing. Yeah, do, do you have a command start? I like do an auto not. Start? You don't have one of those, no. so you, you sit out there and you have to sit there with and the the part of your ass touching this car seat <laughs> is the size of two dimes. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Because you've, you've you're clenched. clenched. So tight. Yeah. I was making diamonds last night. It was <laughs> kind of funny because I parked on the mezzanine level. Uh-huh. So all the people with the command starts. I walked down the stairs and uh, it was like a purple haze in there. Oh sure. Yeah, it was it was Greta's worst nightmare because as, all the cars were running and it was you get just sitting there asphyxiated <laughs> from all of the exhaust from all of the vehicles that are using the the command start. Yes, I. I, I can hit the command start. It came with my truck, whatever. I don't know how. how I can. Hit, I don't even know if it's called that. It might just be a brand whatever name. It is. Wh- yeah. Whatever. But the auto start with the button on your fob, I can hit it. And the last three or four days, like you know, Monday through Thursday, sure. you hit it and you can hear that the engine turning over. And then you can hear the exhaust. I've got a performance exhaust on my truck. You can hear the exhaust fire up. So it's a little bit of a rumbly sound. Yeah. And then you hear. <laughs> and that's all the belts and everything that are trying to warm up. <laughs> trying to. And uh, then, and then I come into the studios, and Pete's in here, and I hear. <laughs> oh my God! I have never heard so, such whining from a person who's got a little nose cold. Man cold. Oh my God! <laughs> this. It's, it's, uh, yeah. <laughs> my nose is plugged. <laughs> oh God! Oh my! <laughs> I honestly, I thought <laughs> like the Carol Burnett show, you know, uh, what's his, the old guy, Mr. Attenable, uh, yeah. Tim, Tim Conway, yeah, 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 the old guy, Mrs. I'm a, I'm a comma, Mrs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> it was, it was. <laughs> All Is he morning. Crying? Oh, <laughs> thank God he's at home recovering from this. I wish him a speedy recovery. Yeah, I'm God's. real happy that he's been here spreading it to all of us. Oh, I too. know. <laughs> sure. And then he comes in and starts uh, touching everything and blowing his nose like a foghorn. And then all everybody has to come in after him and touch the same buttons. Yeah, I haven't used so much uh, Lysol wipes in my life. <laughs> I know. We've gone through like an industrial tub of them. Uh, you're looking at, at a high of minus 23 today. There's still a chance of some snow flurry activity, but then we start to improving. Minus 24 tomorrow in the sunshine, minus 15 Sunday, and then uh, single digits next week. Oh, well, see, is that for sure, though? I know I know, you guys were talking to Doppler Boy yesterday, and everybody else's forecast isn't calling for plus digits like they are in no. Environment Canada. No, it's the, it's the Environment Canada is not even calling for plus digits. A minus 15 Sunday, minus 4 Monday. I'm not going anything further than that. Well, it's minus 15 is going to feel like bikini weather at this point. Yeah. I mean, really. So. Let's face it. Lots of sunshine in store as well. We uh, are going to add some numbers to our group buying agreement. I, have to, I guess we have to get you in on that this 
uh, this week. No, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I had a phone call. I'll tell you about that later. Okay. From a guy this week. It was about All right. lotto numbers. In the meantime, let's listen to some more music. Okay. K-97. K-97. We're going to have him in on the show after 8.15 this morning. Now it's time for the 5.40 Funny brought to you by the comic strip. This week's headliner is Josh Wolf. Because I'm at an age where I pull muscles. And I pull muscles doing shit that I shouldn't pull a muscle doing. Like, not too long ago, I pulled a muscle in my right shoulder. Uh, wiping my ass. I went back too quick and I didn't tuck my core. It's all core nowadays, I don't fucking know. But I went back too quick and all my wife heard when she walked by the door was, oh no! <laughs> Listen guys, if I get a stretch before I you can kill me tonight. This is the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipko on Classic Rock K97. Uh, Pete's got a terrible dose cold, so he's at home recovering today, taking a little bit of a long weekend so he can get back up to snuff. Jake is in here to help me out this morning, so that means, I guess, Jake, we're going to include you on the uh, group buying agreement here for tonight's draw of Lotto Max. Oh, cool. $50 million and two Max Millions. If ours is the sole winning ticket, then uh, that would be $6.25 million each. Oh, is that going to be enough, though? And then <laughs> and then we we take the, the .25, yeah. each of us, if ours is the, like Scott, Tracy, and Scott... We, we would take the .25 and donate it to Homes for Heroes. Oh, that's a good idea. So everybody would still end up with $6 million, and then we'd have, uh, what, $2 million for Homes for Heroes. That would I be I like build, that idea very much. That would build two villages. You think? Yeah. That'd it be would great. build one here and maybe one up north for uh, veterans who... Uh, are experiencing homelessness. So That's fantastic. So you need to give us a number between uh, 1 and 50. It's ironic because uh, this week I got a phone call from a fellow who apparently has the winning lottery numbers. He gave them to me. Okay. Uh, so I've got a whole bunch of them. Would you like me to rattle off his suggestions? I just need just one, need one for now. Uh, okay, how about 39? 39 works. Okay. okay. Jake's in with 39, so that means we need two more people to join us for a group buying agreement. 780-451-8097 is the number to call if you would like to be in on this. All right. Just two. Hi, what's your name? It's Tracy. Terry, how you doing? Tracy. Did, this is a different Tracy than yesterday. I sure hope so. Okay. T-R-A-C, what, <laughs> with a Y? <laughs> with a Y, Terry. Okay. So what... I, I, I believe my voice is just a little bit deeper. Than, than Tracy yesterday? Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. And I'm pretty sure we go to the bathroom in different ways. <laughs> you like, never know. Well, <laughs> I guess well, it de- it depends on the desired comfort level. <laughs> well, that's true. Let's just hope she doesn't stand up all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, well, this will be interesting. We'll have two Scots and two Tracys on the ticket. That's good. This could be a good thing. It could be a good thing. What's your uh, what? What number do you want, uh, Trace? Uh, let's go with um, thirty. 30. All right. 30 it is. Hang on the line. I'll get your vitals. And you there on the phone. What's your name? Uh, Nolan. All right, Nolan. So far, you are our only Nolan on the ticket. Uh, That's probably good luck. Yes. (laughs) Okay, let's go with that. What number do you want for our group buying agreement? Uh, Can we go with 34? 
34 it is. All right. And we'll put the secret number, the Terry and Pete secret number on the ticket. We'll have those and find out if we win Monday morning. Good luck, Nolan. It's $50 million. Oh, that's a nice little chunk of change. So all of the numbers from uh, Scott Tracy, Scott Tracy, Jake, Nolan, Pete, and me, we put them on a Lotto Max ticket, and we put those same numbers on a Western Max ticket. We bundle them. We get two quick picks on each one. Ooh, it's, wow. It's the $9 deal. We're doing this twice a week. It's costing us a fortune. <laughs> so far, very little return on our investment. Ask. <laughs> but we'll see how we did. See how we did with the uh, Lotto Max draw tonight on Monday morning. Now more of the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipco on Classic Rock K97. Uh, still the extreme cold warning, minus 27 this morning. Uh, slowly, gradually... Uh, hopefully <laughs> improving to minus 15 on Sunday, minus 4 on Monday. So, uh, do you have frost on the inside of your house around the doors and windows and stuff? I got to show you a picture. I was a little yeah. bit PO'd the other day. Went, yeah, it looks like snow on mm. the inside of my windows. I'm yeah. like, they're expensive and not that old. I know. It's it's just uh, after a while, it just happens to do with the humidity inside and the dryness outside, yeah. the cold, it, it, all the things that go a little bit. Air comes through in some places. So, uh, yeah, that's happening with a lot of people. So there's that. I'm sitting there minding my own business, trying to find a place where there's no draft. <laughs> Good luck with that. Yeah, I found that last night. Sitting there minding my own business. All of a sudden, I get a message from Jake. Hey, we should do this tomorrow. So I open it up and look. It's, what, is, what is it? Four words to do, seduce some, yeah, someone? Yeah, I don't know how it got started, but Twitter users were tasking one another with seducing someone in just four words. Four words. Yes. Yeah, so you've got, you, you find somebody attractive, you've got four words to say to them to try to light their fire, so to speak. Did they give some examples? They gave a few. Uh, some of them were, hey, what? let's get naked. Hey, let's get naked. Sure. That's yeah. seduction. <laughs> Apparently. Uh, uh, although I like this one a little bit better. I've got gin and tonic. That's I've got gin and tonic. <laughs> Seems pretty good to me. I have extra bacon. I've got gin and tonic. That's five That's words. That's five words. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I put the I. It's got gin and tonic. Sorry. The it's, other one is I've got cold beer. I've got cold beer. Right. Yeah, that one works. I know some people it would work on. <laughs> yeah. Show of hands? Yeah, exactly. I, Did you come up with some of your own? Uh, I got one, yeah. Okay. You got the job? You got <laughs> <laughs> You got the job. I know. I can seduce my... I'll start your car. Oh, there you go. Yeah. That'd yeah. be a perfect one. That would work there. How about we're moving to Fiji? We're moving to <laughs> Fiji. I like that. Anywhere warm at this point yeah. would be good. Kids are at friends. <gasps> yeah. music to my, that's like music to my ears. <laughs> All right, here's, okay, you, you, you could uh, participate in this, too, if you wanted to. 780-451-8097. It's uh, seduce someone. In just four words, what would work on your significant other? I know, uh, vacuumed the house today. Oh, yeah. Do the dishes? Anything like that? Yeah. Life's getting on. 780-451-8097. Seduce someone in just four words. K97 Traffic. Traffic. 
And so it begins. Southbound, Anthony Hende at Stony Plain Road. We have a stalled vehicle there. Uh-oh, what are you chuckling uh, about over there? Fish. Uh-huh. Fish sent in a text to seduce someone in four words. Show me your boobs, he says. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to seduce someone. That's, that's not going <laughs> to... I could say that to Pete all day. I don't think I want to be here when he does. No, well, that's, <laughs> he's not going to be seduced by fish. Try again, fish. 780-451-8097. That's the number you can call or text with your four words to seduce someone or mm-hmm. traffic, should you see any. Open your PC Optimum app to load your offers and get 20 times the points now until Sunday at Shoppers Drug Mart. Restrictions apply. See digital coupon for details. Hello, K97. Who's this? Craig. Craig, seduce someone in four words. Would this work on your wife? Breakfast, call, or nudge. <laughs> Breakfast, call, or nudge? <laughs> I yeah. said that too. <laughs> oh, you didn't get it either? No. <laughs> You're trying to seduce her, right? Right. Do you want to call her for breakfast, or do you want to nudge her in the morning for breakfast? Oh, I see. Okay, so oh. it's one of those things. This is where you meet each other at a bar and you say breakfast, call or nudge. Yeah. Ah, okay. I see. Now, I now it's coming together. Uh, I don't. I don't cook in here. I like to eat. I guess. You, uh, well, I I don't blame you. <laughs> All right. Now that we've straightened that out, it's going to be a more uh, cordial ride to work, I suppose, between the two of you. Yes, We're on our way. <laughs> the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Petipko on Classic Rock K97. 632, uh, Pete's off sick today. Jake's here hanging out with us. She sent me a message last night and said, hey, this would be fun. Seduce someone in just four words. They were doing this on Twitter yesterday. So people were tweeting in with goofy stuff and... We came up with a couple of our own, like uh, vacuumed the house today. That's a good, you know. That's you, always a good one. Anytime sure. I don't have to do housework. Seduce someone in just four words, a number of people texting in, I just won the lottery or I won the lottery. Yep, that works. Uh, Depending on how much you won. Like if it's two bucks, forget it. Yeah, free ticket. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'll rub your feet was in there. Oh, yeah. Party time bottoms up was in there. I don't think that would work. <laughs> no. I'll get the chocolate. All right. I don't think I want to know what that means. It's a little weird. So, things like that that would work on your significant other, perhaps. Just four words to seduce someone. Yeah, four words to do. I guess let us know what would work on your significant other. Let's go to bed. That's not really seduction. That's just. uh, Well, need a nap. It's it's better than get in the van. Thank you. (laughs) Good good God. Hi, K97. Who's this? Uh, Stuart. Yes, Stuart. Uh, seduce someone in four words. We're going to Winnipeg. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, replace Winnipeg with Mexico. Yes, we're going to Winnipeg. That would only work with somebody who lives in Prince Albert. Yeah. <laughs> Here 
Aerosmith, K97, 642, minus 27 in the city, minus 23 the high today, minus 24 tomorrow, and then things start turning. Sunday uh, now says minus 15 in the sun, and that's going to seem like the Bahamas compared to what we've been going through. Minus 4 on Monday. It's going to be... It, on Monday, it's going to seem like we're walking on the surface of the sun. It will. That's the sad fact. <laughs> Unbelievable. Klondike Insurance, uh, you can't afford coverage that comes up short. Auto, property, travel, or commercial. Klondike Insurance covers it all. 780-439-0715. Visit klondikeinsurance.com. Seduce someone in just four words. Well, considering the colds, Sam uh, texted in and said, I have booster cables. <laughs> <laughs> that may work, Sam, on a day like today. Seduce someone in just four words. Darren says, uh, kids are at grandma's. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. <laughs> that is a good one. Anything about getting rid of the kids or having them unconscious at the time yeah. is, uh, is usually a, a good way to start. Yeah. We're going to have your keyword for uh, K97's Classic Rock Road Trip, uh, possibly net you a trip down to California and Nevada to catch the Oilers play against those California and Nevada teams. So the keyword is coming up in just a second. But first, we continue with the uh, seduce someone in just four words. Terry, what's yours? Cuddle by the fire. Cuddle by the cuddle, cuddle by the fire? Yes, sir. I guess it all has to do with inflection as well. Tone. Yeah. Question. It, is, is it a question or a statement? It works good. It works good, does it? Well, I suppose it would work good as long as you don't have kerosene for aftershave. <laughs> don't want to have to. And you, as long as she's not wearing ice mist. Remember that? That was oh, flammable geez. back in the day. Remember the purple bottles oh, of ice God. mist? Those are bad. Yeah. Stones, Jumpin' Jack, Flash, K97. Good morning. And here's some things you need to know. Classic Rock, K97. Oh, my goodness. You know, the uh, extreme cold warning is still in effect here, but at least we've got a 2 at the beginning of the minus temperature instead of a 3. It's minus 27 this morning on the way to minus 23 for a high today. Still a chance of some flurry activity here today. Minus 30 overnight. Minus 24 in the sunshine tomorrow. Sunny and minus 15 on Sunday. Dare we say minus 4 on Monday. It'll be like we're walking on sunshine. <laughs> Roski and Company, file your business, personal, and U.S. taxes with Roski and Company CPAs. Call 761-1115. That's 76 four ones and a five. So we know it's been cold this week, but we it's do. been cold enough to crack LRT rails. Yeah. It's been cold enough that the lights on the high-level bridge no longer work. Mm -hmm. It's also cold enough that the ice castle is closed. Which seems odd when you think about it. Yeah, that's uh, that's right up there with uh, the fact that the big annual snowball fight in, at UBC was canceled yeah. uh, yesterday, or day before yesterday, because there was snow. Too much snow. Yeah. yeah. Well, apparently it's too cold for them at this point to make new features, and if they try to shape anything, the ice is just going to crack on them. And of course, it's bitter cold for staff and yeah. any visitors to be there safely at Horlack Park. So it's going to reopen when things warm back up a bit, maybe okay. perhaps this weekend. Hopefully Monday. Sunday, maybe. Who knows? Okay, good news. Uh, the city of Edmonton warning us to be on the lookout for sales reps fraudulently posing as city inspectors, saying that you must submit to unannounced inspections of your furnace or water heater. These fake inspections 
are used as a uh, tactic to pressure homeowners into purchasing household energy appliances. The city does not conduct unannounced inspections or sales of home energy appliances such as furnaces. Sales representatives engaging in pushy door-to-door sales tactics or coercing homeowners into fake inspections under the threat of punitive city action should be reported. As a matter of fact, Service Alberta outlawed this January 1st, 2017. They're not allowed to do that. It's against the lure. So uh, anybody who's trying to coerce you into buying a new hot water heater, furnace, air conditioner, windows, or anything like that, that's all bunk. And if you have somebody doing that or somebody's doing that to your neighbors or to uh, seniors that you know, 780-427-4088 is the number to call to report them. Well, we know it's too cold for the ice castles, but it's not too cold for a city man to take his unicycle to work. Get out. <laughs> Terry O'Neill, good Edmonton boy, using his electric unicycle every day. It's kind of like a Segway, except it doesn't have any handles to hang on to. And he says it runs on the battery, which is amazingly working in the cold. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's got a snow tire on there that gets through the snow. Says it takes him about 23 minutes to get to his job. And even when it's cold out, he just puts on a few more layers and has at her. I think it's good on him. I think people that are riding bikes and uh, somebody was telling me that some pointless this week they saw somebody out on a motorcycle. Are you kidding me? On a motorcycle? Yeah, it was a trike, but a motorcycle nonetheless. I don't need to. I mean, I'm I'm a motorcycle enthusiast, but I don't need to ride my motorcycle that badly. Yeah. No kidding, right? I need to ride it when it's minus 30 out. Uh, Here's some groundbreaking news. The San Francisco Giants of the Major League Baseball have become the first Major League Baseball team to hire a woman as a full-time coach. Good for them. Thursday, they announced Alyssa Nakin will be an assistant coach to incoming manager Gabe Kapler. He's a... She's going to be a great coach. She's going to be in uniform, go on the road with the team. She's going to throw batting batting practice. Good for her. This is not the first woman in uh, major league or full-blown, full like the bigs, yeah. as it were. Uh, what else? Uh, San Francisco 49ers, mm-hmm. I think. They, they have, have a female coach. They have an of, she's offense? a, a fes- offensive assistant or yeah. something like that, yeah. too. And I think there's some NBA coaches that uh, are female assistants or some such role in uh, in the coaching it's staff. It's about so. time. We could all play it. We could all teach you how to do it. You know, why not? Yeah, I don't see why. So there you go. More and more female coaches uh, showing up in the pros. Uh, I guess it's just a matter of time. When you consider some of the expertise that some... like. It, Hockey night in Canada. Mm-hmm. You're looking at some of the w- women who've been legendary in women's hockey. Yep. You know, Olympic level, and now they're uh, color analysts for uh, play-by-play. You know, sure. on, on television. Why not step into the coaching roles? It's going to happen. This is the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipko on Classic Rock K97. My wife, over the uh, Christmas uh, holidays, there. My wife and I got turned on to Peaky Blinders on Netflix. Oh, is it good? Uh, yeah, it, it's. Anyway, I think we're on the end of third season or beginning of fourth season or something like that now. Peaky Blinders is a show set back in the early 1900s in uh, in uh, in the UK, in Britain, in Birmingham. Okay. And basically, what it is 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 a family of gypsies that start up an illegal betting house and then try and work their way through to become a, a basically mob. 
Oh, all right. British okay. mob, so to speak. That sounds all very proper. And it all starts uh, back in the uh, in the late uh, mid to late nineteen teens, like the teens. Yep. Uh, and it, I thought it was interesting because we were watching it, and I'm watching kind of the dates progressing as it go as you go through the story into the seasons and so on. And I thought, hmm, that's weird. They're still drinking a lot. Wasn't there prohibition in the UK? And I guess there wasn't actually prohibition in the United Kingdom, in Great Britain. Nothing like it was never illegal for alcohol to be served or or purchased or whatever. I mean, there was times when it was. You know, sure. discouraged, but never illegal. Never like outlawed here. sort of thing. And yeah. it's interesting because today is the 100th anniversary that the United States went completely dry as a result of the 18th Amendment, which banned the production, importation, transportation, and sale of alcoholic beverages. It's one hell of a dry January. <laughs> oh, my God. Can you imagine? No. It lasted 13 years. Uh, it's interesting, though. There are still some really weird laws on the books when it comes to alcohol consumption and serving and selling. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can drink and drive in Mississippi. I beg your pardon? You can drink and drive. So this is the first one that's come up. It's the only state that doesn't have an open container law for passengers or drivers. Well, that just sounds all kinds of... How has that not been taken off the books at some well, point? I, and, and that's the thing. I mean, the, the blood alcohol level content has to stay still below 0.08. Sure. But if you're driving, you can be driving with an open beer. You can be, have a beer while you're driving. That just sounds all in, kinds of wrong. In Mississippi. <laughs> now, that's, I'm sure it would be heavily frowned upon. Like, I know... One would think. As soon as you get over the border, if you're driving down to Kalispell or something like that... Yeah. As soon as you get over the border, a passenger can pop a beer. That's just weird to me. I know. It's bizarre. But uh, Massachusetts doesn't have happy hours. The state forbids businesses from running happy hour specials, and it's all part of a public safety measure. Massachusetts, the saddest state. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies' nights are illegal in Wisconsin. Why? Oh, my God. Sheesh, people. Ladies, how are you going to stir that drink? (laughs) I guess it stems from a lawsuit where two guys complain that women get free drink tickets and it violates the public accommodation law. Sure. Thanks. Take that away from us, too, huh? Uh, Ladies' nights are also (laughs) banned in California and Pennsylvania. I had no idea. There's a lot of strange liquor laws in Utah, but one of the strangest is that uh, drinks can't be made in the view of children. <laughs> oh, so it's bad that my boy is like the bartender? <laughs> I'll make you a drink, Mom. Mom, At do you want a drink? all of your parties? <laughs> yeah, maybe you should rent him out. <laughs> there you go, buddy. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, the, well, it's, I thought Utah uh, was completely dry, but it says here if you're ordering a drink at a restaurant, you must order food with it, too. But that oh. was the case here in Alberta for the longest time as well. It's just weird. Uh, Washington, D.C., Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny may, may not be used to promote the sale of or consumption of alcohol. Well, that kind of goes without saying. I think that's in effect. In a lot more places than just Washington D.C., tabs are illegal in Iowa. You can't start a tab. Oh, you got to pay as you go. It's probably a smart move, actually. You ever been stuck with the tab before? Those are always fun nights. Yes, I have. <laughs> Everybody ditches. Mm-hmm. Oh, look. Yeah. 
Uh-huh. Oh, this, is, this isn't being taken care of by the station? <laughs> What's that? $630? Ooh, yeah, that'll hurt. Holy cow. Uh, it's against the law in Washington to, to destroy a beer bottle, keg, or cask. Well, sure, especially if it's still got beer in it. Well, yeah, it goes. Uh, in Alaska, it's illegal to be drunk in a bar. In Idaho, towns may only have one bar per 1,500 people. Wow. So one bar per 1,500 citizens, which means liquor licenses are pretty hard to come by, and there's a pretty lucrative resale market for them as well. I can imagine. Can you imagine? Jeez. That is something else. I don't open up a bar in Idaho. <laughs> Not They'd much competition money, down fist. there. Yeah. You know, open up Denny Andrews All-Star American Bar down there. Barry Tees, everybody. <laughs> Stroke it to the left. Stroke it to the right. Now more of the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipco on Classic Rock K97. One of my favorite interviews that I've ever done was back in the old days at K97. I was, would have been back in uh, probably early 1990 or something like that. So when we were still downtown. Yeah, we were still downtown, and I had, had an opportunity to interview David Lee Roth. That would have been nice. Yeah, it was just over the phone, yeah. uh, but it was still pretty cool. And uh, interviewed Dave and talked to him for, I don't know, 20, 25 minutes and then edited it all up so that we could play it on the air sure, and, sure. and that sort of thing. And it was a nice, tight little eight, ten minute interview, whatever. And he was, I mean, David Lee Roth is such a character, still is today. But back then, I mean, he was, he was just, he was David effing Lee Roth. Exactly. Is who he was, yeah. right? Uh, when I met Van Halen, I was surprised. To, oh, first of all, when, when we, we were instructed when we met Van Halen, we were not to shake Eddie's hands. Oh, We were not okay. to shake his hand. Germaphobe or just don't nope. wreck my fingers because I'm a player? Because too many people would go in and squeeze his hand and then he'd be, you know. Sure. So I could see that. I got so it. You weren't, weren't allowed to sh shake Eddie's hand. But the, the thing that uh, really threw me for a loop when I met Van Halen was how short they all were. I know. It's so disappointing like, to me. Really <laughs> tiny. And uh, when Sammy Hagar took over for David Lee Roth, and then, uh, well, before actually before that happened, I met uh, Sammy Hagar uh, at uh, the original Rockfest out of the Raceway, the, <laughs> yep. that fiasco, our 20th yeah. anniversary. That was fun. So, yeah. Really surprised at how short Sammy Hagar was, too. But uh, David Lee Roth. Just always had that the camera angles and the videos, and I mean, it was he—he he, he was one of the guys that just milked the video thing. Oh, he, he had—he was in his element. Oh yeah, he had the the shirtless and the uh -huh. tight pants and the jumping off the drum riser and all of the stuff the the flowing hair and all of the stuff that goes along with it. And then of course uh, he uh, and Van Halen had they parted ways. And uh, do you remember? Well, you'll remember this song. Remember this song here? Throw the. the Just like Paradise, right? Such a great Everybody's saying, Okay, so there's David Lee Roth when that comes out, whenever it comes out. I did what was it, 1988? I think Something that was like right. That. It, was, yeah. it was the Just Like Paradise, the solo stuff. That's why I was interviewing him at the time. Well, it's uh, 
It's a few years later now. <laughs> a couple, yeah. David Lee Roth's hair is uh, not quite as long and flowing as it once was, you know. It's much shorter now. Not he still re- looks good, though. Yeah, yeah he still he yeah. still looks decent. Uh, he's not, not, not too many uh, videos or, or, or uh, footage of him shirtless these days. No. no. Um, I think uh, one of the most recent videos I saw of him was, didn't he hit himself in the face with a microphone stand or something? <laughs> with had a black a big, eye or something. Had a big Band-Aid on his face. When yeah. he was doing something outdoors Aww. at New York City. <laughs> well, now David Lee Roth has a bit of a residency going at the House of Blues in Las Vegas. Yes, he does. This month of March, I believe, as well. Yes. And every once in a while, somebody <laughs> provides us with a treasure that is David Lee Roth singing live in Las Vegas. So we just heard, just like Living in Paradise, from 1988. All right. And we all remember how that sounds. Uh, Well, here now is David Lee Roth from January 8th of this year (laughs) in Vegas. And I'll play you the same verse and chorus as what he just sang from the original video. Here he comes. So things have deteriorated <laughs> just a little bit with with Dave. Uh, God love him. I mean, just I, I kind of had more of a shine on Van Halen with Sammy Hagar than I did with David Lee Roth. Anyway, but I mean, Van Halen was with David Lee Roth was still a, still Van still Halen, is right? One of yeah. my favorite, you know. Rock acts from back then. I mean, when you're growing up and that stuff is brand new, when 79, the first Van Halen record comes out, right? Fantastic, right? So, yeah, when you're growing up with that stuff. But uh, (laughs) David Lee Roth now, he's he's wearing a vest. He looks like an accountant. He's got, uh, he's also, um, he's spending a lot of time throwing a blazer over his shoulder. (laughs) What is that move? I don't know. And (laughs) and trying to think of what, it's it's like the, uh, you remember, anytime they ever had a prize package and the price was right and it evolved the Hager double-knit slacks or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And here's Johnny to tell you more. (laughs) And then the model would come out and he'd stay in Oh, yeah. Take his blazer off and stuff. throw it over his shoulder. That's what Dave is doing now is at his residency. It's the Sears pose. Oh, my God. And you can tell, you can tell, and I'm not sure, maybe you don't know this, Jake, but, I mean, you've had experience with sport and, and you know, a big football fan. Sure. But Dave, when the video that's showing him, he's wearing these uh, these pants that have a high waist, I mean, they're not old men. They don't come up underneath the nipples or anything like that with the <laughs> belt. But, that high. but they have a bit of a high waist. They're fashionable high waist pants. Sure. Uh, almost like a, kind of a built-in cummerbund sort of thing. So yep. they're up high. And he's wearing them. And uh, you can see that he is wearing a jock. He's got panty lines, but you can see that he's wearing a jock. What so the it's, hell does it's, he think's going to happen on stage? But the th- well, here's the thing: because he's he's not uh, he's not wearing a jock so that he can have a cup in there for protection. He's wearing a jock like many sports oh. players wear, so that uh-huh. everything stays uh, stays tucked in place, compact, and <laughs> perhaps cinched up a little bit. <laughs> do your so ears hang low? Do they wobble too? <laughs> <the> throw. <laughs> 
It's a classic rock road trip. Follow the oil into the sun. Okie doke, here we go. We've got Greg and Todd on the phone to play K97's Classic Rock Shootout for a chance to win the Classic Rock Road Trip. Uh, or first of all, fellas, we're uh, playing for a $25 gift card from the Pint downtown, a chance to get into the bubble hockey tournament where you have to win that in order to uh, go on the trip. Uh, it sounds like a pretty sweet trip, though, huh, Glenn? Uh, uh, Greg, uh, Todd? Sure does. <laughs> Glenn, Greg, Todd, yeah, it does. Every, all three of you, whatever. Okay, Greg, uh, you were the first drawn, so you get to choose. Do you want to be a shooter shooting the question at uh, Todd, or do you want to be the goalie getting the question from Todd? The goalie. You want to be goalie getting the question. All right, Todd. You just get to sit there and watch, basically, is what's happening. Uh, so, Greg, you uh, get the question right. It's a big save, and you win the gift card and a chance to be in the bubble hockey tournament. If you get it wrong, then Todd, as the shooter, will get that opportunity. Here is your question. Who is the only Oilers goaltender to win the Vesna Trophy? Grant Fear. Grant Fear is a correct answer. Big save. <laughs> Right on. Hey, Todd, thanks for playing this morning. We appreciate you listening. Greg, you are going to uh, enjoy a $25 gift card at the Pint downtown. And now you have a shot at being in the bubble hockey tournament to maybe win that trip down to California and Las Vegas to see the Oilers play against all those teams with Met Credit. Let's go Oilers. Back K97. Oh, do we have relief coming on Sunday and Monday from the cold snap? Fingers and toes are crossed. No kidding. If my toes weren't frostbitten, I could cross them. Uh, Minus 27 to start. Minus 24 somewhere in there tomorrow. Minus 14 Sunday. That's still so much warmer than what it is now. I'll take it and be happy. Yeah, and uh, they're saying now minus 4 on Monday. So you can look forward to that. Hopefully. Hopefully. Roski and Company. Call Jake Roski and file your business, personal, and U.S. taxes with Roski and Company CPAs. That's R A W S K I dot C A. City man not real happy with a $155 ticket he got on Wednesday, one of the coldest days of the year. Uh-oh. Uh, he was pulled over because his license plate was covered with snow, and that's a big old no no. Hmm. The Traffic Safety Act is very clear. Under all weather conditions, a clear plate is the driver's responsibility, as are your lights and all of your windows yeah. as well. Those you, of you who go with your windshield wipers and think it's good. Yeah, you can get a ticket if your brake lights are covered up by snow. And it's uh, the thing about it is, I mean, is you see these uh, long-haul truckers that come in from Jasper or from Lloydminster mm-hmm. or whatever. They've been tootling along the Yellowhead. Yep. All of a sudden, they get on the Anthony Hand and they've got snow caked up on their taillights. It can happen to vehicles as well. Sure. You well, were saying it happens to your vehicle. It happens to, yeah, my Explorer. Just driving around it town. You drive around, and whatever it is that's splashing up behind you goes right up the tailgate and covers everything. So, so you do have the uh, you know obligation to keep it clean and clear, but at the same time, what are you supposed to do? Stop every 15 blocks and clean off your well, license plate? That's just, that I think is his point, which is why he plans to fight the ticket in court in March. Well, it'll be interesting to see what happens, how that ends out for him. Uh, City of Edmonton warning citizens to look out for sales reps fraudulently posing as city inspectors saying that you have to submit to an unannounced inspection of your furnace or hot water heater. These are fake inspections. They're used as a tactic to pressure homeowners into purchasing household energy appliances. These people are douchebags. 
The city does not conduct unannounced inspections or sales of home energy appliances, such as furnaces, sales representatives engaging in pushy door-to-door sales tactics or coercing you into fake inspections under threat of punitive city action should be reported. As a matter of fact, uh, Service Alberta even made this. It's prohibited now. Not allowed to do it since January 1st of 2017. So if you or your neighbors have had such an encounter, I know one of my Facebook friends had it happen yesterday. Really? Jamie, yeah. Jeez, hey. Uh, Contact Service Alberta at 780-427-4088. If you know people who are vulnerable, perhaps seniors, that might be coerced into this. Definitely, yeah. Make sure you let them know that this is not something that they have to submit to. And make sure, especially a lot of some seniors live in older houses. And they might think, oh, well, I guess this has to be done. I've been living here for how many years? Well, be no different than people knocking on our door too, right? So, yeah. Make sure everybody, uh, your friends and family know all about this. Edmonton City Council are going to be uh, talking about the feasibility of building that gondola across the river. The group that wants to build it thinks that thousands of people would ride the thing in the first year, so it wouldn't be a waste of money. And if it actually goes ahead, it would be carrying folks from downtown to Old Strathcona. It'd be a beautiful scenic ride. Yeah. At this point, $120 million is what they figure it will cost. Take about two years to set the thing up. Hmm. Two years, huh? Yeah. They can put a gondola across the river from downtown <laughs> to Old Strathcona in two years. Meanwhile, it takes two years to fix the intersection at the corner of of Boudreaux and uh, d- d- St. Albert Trail. Well, look at any of the projects we have around town that have taken longer than they were supposed to. Oh, my God. Smile and nod, my friend. The amount of time it takes for some of the construction projects in this city and St. Albert and oh, yeah. surround, just absolutely mind-boggling. Isn't it, though? And then the one at Boudreaux, like like uh, uh, Giroux or Boudreaux, what do you, you know? Yep. Right across the St. Albert Trail. Yep. They didn't even finish it. <laughs> not a problem, is it? Is it they, they put it in the turning lanes and the new uh, streetlight standards and, and and whatnot, and they the concrete, and then they didn't even finish it. They haven't finished paving it. May to October, it was like that last year. Oh, fun. Completely. Something to look forward to in the spring, too. Oh, yeah. They're, they're going to be <laughs> screwing that up again for another six months. To be continued. Hey, uh, I'm not a huge fan of Spotify, and the reason for that is I have a son who's a musician. And Spotify is not renowned for remuneration for musicians. Yeah. (laughs) Spotify makes a lot of money, but the musicians who have their music on Spotify don't. But if I like, I get it. It's convenient for people. Yep. And uh, if you don't want to buy the music on iTunes, that's where you go. You go to Spotify or you go to your, your Apple music or your Amazon music and you just basically use it. Uh, Spotify now Oh, Lord. Is creating a playlist for your dog, cat, or mm, iguana. (laughs) Are you kidding me? No. If you're one of those people (laughs) who can't stand to leave your pets alone, Spotify has your back because you can now create a playlist tailored to the specific needs of your dog, cat, bird, hamster, iguana, whatever. You just select your pet's species, then answer some questions about his or her personality. No way. They customize this. Is it relaxed? Is it energetic? Oh, sweet Lord. Shy, friendly, apathetic, curious. Once you're done, Spotify gives you a playlist that your pet will supposedly love. 
Yeah, I'm sure he would. Isn't that terrific? That's lovely. There you go. Spotify now for your pet. (laughs) We'll also not pay musicians what they (laughs) deserve. You love your dog, but hate that the poor thing is home alone all day. Now, keep your pooch preoccupied with a new playlist that's perfect for them. Who's a good girl? Is it you who's good? You're the bestest of the goodest good girls. I will be home when my shift is over. Be a good girl and stay off the sofa. This eclectic playlist features all genres of music, from oldies to country. Oh, I got friends with furry faces, like to sniff me down in weird places. I love my friends with furry faces. Download the playlist for puppies who are home alone and remind your canine of what's most important. New Terry Evans show with Pete, Pete Fatipko on Classic Rock K ninety seven. Pete's off today. He's got a terrible dose cold, so he's at home uh, recuperating from his little man cold. Um, we will probably have him back on Monday, I would guess. Jake, Let's cross our fingers and toes. Cause... Yes, uh, Jake Taylor in uh, hanging out with me this morning. So thank you, Jake, for doing that. No worries. You know, I was just talking about Spotify. How you're able to make a playlist for your pet while your pet is at home alone while you're at work or doing whatever you're doing. Sure, yeah. You know, there's these music streaming services, by the way. Uh, I talked about how I'm not uh, a huge fan of them because, like, I get it. Sometimes uh, artists are, you know, and the big ones, like Miley Cyrus and and uh, and uh, who's Taylor, Taylor Swift, Swift yeah. they put their music up there and they're, they're getting money. They're, sure. Like, they're getting paid because they're getting millions of plays. Yeah. But when it comes to regional or local musicians or something like that trying to squeak by and trying to sell their music. It's uh, very difficult for musicians to make money these days. Um, so I, I, I'm, I'm kind of like, yeah, I get it. I, you, you, you yeah, you got to get your music out there, but I sure wish Spotify and, and the, uh, these other things would, would actually pay the musicians for the music. There was one time where you had to buy the music from Apple. It cost you 97 cents to buy a song or whatever. Yeah. And then the the artist actually got 70 cents or so from well, each song. that's not bad, then. Yeah. So, I mean, that happened, but now it's just music sharing, right? It's yeah. all streaming. So, but we find out now that streaming, that, and I'm glad you're listening to the radio right now because it's much better for the environment. Here, listen to this. What are you talking about? It's hard to find positives in the music industry these, these days, especially if you're an old schooler who isn't down with the K-pop boy bands and whatnot. If you're forced to come up with something positive, maybe you could argue that the decline in CDs is more earth-friendly. Well, there's no manufacturing waste, no plastic, and no shipping costs. Well, even that isn't true. Really? It's true. Here's the thing. If, uh, according to this new study, music streaming is worse for the environment. So if you're thinking, oh, well, I'm not buying CDs or cassettes or anything like that, uh, I'm, do- I'm doing better for the environment? No. Uh, even though there's less plastic... It doesn't offset the overall environmental costs of maintaining streaming services like YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, Pandora, all that stuff. How? It's streaming services utilize a lot of computing power, servers, storage, 
cloud oh. capabilities. The increased power usage leads to more greenhouse gas emissions than if they were to just start making all CDs again. Let's just go back to records, man. Uh, well, actually, on top of that, vinyl revival is also bad because they oh. say that vinyl records are oil products. Oh, well, what isn't an oil product? Well, I know. I did. I, hey, yeah. we, I'm in Alberta. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm all for getting that dirty oil out of the, out of the sand. I'm, I'm all for cleaning the sand up yeah. north. Sure. we got to make that sand pristine so we can spread it on the streets here in Edmonton. Everybody seems to be <laughs> complaining that we don't have enough sand. Let's get the oil out of the sand, bring the sand down here, spread it on the streets so we've got traction. We can get the economy back going again. But then there's the other thing. Listen to the radio and buy your music. Go and support. Support live music in person. Go and pay the cover charge. Go and pay a ticket price and do it for local acts. Yeah. So that you can. Live music, right? Hey, Alberta is can support the music industry. Mm-hmm. But there's an awful lot of musicians that are borderline starving to death. Yeah. So support the music industry. Streaming and services. <laughs> Destroying. Getting it's, hot under the collar there, Tara. It's, it's, it's like a forest fire right there. These streaming services. <laughs> it's so bad for the environment. K97 Traffic. Oh, it's slow going everywhere and it's icy in the intersections and on the bridge decks and so on and so forth. Um, traffic around 82nd Avenue down to one lane westbound between 107th and 108th. Water main break. Yeah, those things have been popping like champagne corks in the cold. If you see something that we should pass along, don't hesitate to call or text. 780-451-8097 is the number. The 2020 Mazda CX-9 is designed to elevate every moment with three-row seating capacity, including second-row captain's chairs. Book a test drive today at Mazda.ca. The all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipco on Classic Rock K97. All right, right back We're coming right back with more of the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipco. Classic Rock K97. Hello, hello. It's uh, 826. Joining us in the studio now, your headliner at the comic strip, thecomicstrip.ca, for tickets to catch Josh Wolf. Two shows tonight, two tomorrow. Uh, Are you doing Sunday as well? Nah, I'll be home. Ooh. I don't all do right. Sundays anymore. You've only, really? Nah. Is nah. it a religious thing? No, not at all. It's a lazy thing. <laughs> uh, I, I, I honestly, because I travel so much, when I come home on a Monday, it makes my week so short. You know, I just like to start my week at home in my bed on a Monday. Yeah. Plus, you know, it's really hard to explain to my wife why I fly home on Monday and leave on Wednesday every week. Right. That's a harder that's a harder sell, you know? Mm-hmm. So if I come home on Sunday, it's, it's usually a better move. Well, that's good. And you, you still have kids who are school age, right? Nah. They're all old. They're, uh, they're out of school now? Yeah, they're out of school. They're all, I, I, I'm an empty nester, man. Wow. Yeah, they're all gone. It's yeah. so good. You know, I hadn't had sex in the kitchen in a long time. <laughs> And then I was like, oh, yeah, you can do that here, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was one time, you know, my wife used to have to say things like pants because I had to shoot to remind me to put them on, you know? Like, if I was white now, she doesn't have to yell pants at me anymore. It's it's funny. Pete, uh, my usual co-host, Jake's here helping out yes. today, but uh, Pete's uh, usually here. He's It would be so great because uh, you just turned 50. Yeah. And it would be so fun for you and me to sit here and talk about stuff that we know about, like 50-year-old stuff. Yeah. And uh, have it all go over Pete's head. A lot goes over Pete's head anyway. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's <laughs> 
Four foot two if he's lucky. That deserved a dang yeah. man. <laughs> Pete holds his breath to get an extra quarter inch. Yeah. Old step stool Pete. Yeah. <laughs> Pete's got a terrible nose cold. We I was we were making fun of him earlier this morning. Yesterday he was here, uh, and uh, he came in sick. So and but he was <laughs> uh, <laughs> like he he just it, he <laughs> I, I wanted to take him out behind a barn and shoot him. Yeah, put him out of his misery. <laughs> like an old yeller thing. Because it was just every time he turned his... Oh, uh, you, you, you know what I hate? I hate when people, during the winter, and it's cold and flu season, and people show up to work, and they're like, ah, I'm just going to power through. No, man. Go home. Yeah. What are you powering through for? You're going to get the rest of it? Go power through by yourself at your house. Nobody wants you to power through sick in front. The worst is when someone, you see someone sneeze, and they cover their mouth, right? Mm. But then they just wipe it. On their pants, and sure. you're like, well, those hands are going to touch every doorknob in this office. Yeah. Yeah. It's, or it, the, 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 now they say you're supposed to sneeze into your elbow, right? No. It's, yeah, I, you sneeze and cough into your elbow. That's I, what like, kids were taught when they were in play school. I, that's the thing, too. The thing, you sneeze, like sneezing is a convulsive yeah. action, right? Oh, yeah. Violence. So, yeah, so you look at a guy like me who's done stupid things all of his life. I've crashed a stock car. I've been run over by a car. I've you know, separated and pulled and broken things and stuff. I, I had a cold one time when this whole sneeze into, your, into the crotch of your elbow yeah. sort of thing. I did that, and I sneezed. And I dislocated my shoulder <laughs> because I don't bend that way anymore. You, you have that convulsive sort maybe, of. Maybe you should start you taking know, some wait, glucosamine or something when for my, your joints. When we were growing up, uh, one of my favorite of all time, we're at the dinner table, and this is when I knew my dad was getting old. Um, he pulled a muscle on his back, shaking the salad dressing. <laughs> He was shaking the salad dressing, and then he just went, ah. And I was like, oh, what? <laughs> and he goes, oh, I just pulled a muscle on my back, shaking the salad dressing. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and I, all I was thinking in my head was, you're so old. But the other day when I was walking up the stairs, and I decided to take two steps at once instead of one. You pulled a muscle in your I ass, I tweaked didn't my you? hamstring. I was like, kink, oh. <laughs> yeah, and then I, was, I, I immediately went back to that moment with my dad. I was like, not that funny. You know what? I'm thinking back on it. Not that funny. It's true. It's I, I pulled a, uh, no joke, I pulled a muscle in the back. So what is that? The rear delt? Uh, wiping my butt. I went back too quick like this, mm. and I didn't rotate. Right. And I just, kink, just a little, and I thought, oh, this is worse than the salad dressing. It's yeah, worse. We're, oh, way worse than salad dressing. Yeah. So you were wiping your butt and pulled a muscle in your back. My wife said she in my in my rear delt right, right here. Sure. My wife said from the bathroom she heard, "Oh no." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it. <laughs> and that oh no encompassed a lot of things. It, it encompassed oh no, I pulled a muscle, and oh no, I've hit this age, and. <laughs> Oh no! How am I ever going to tell anyone that I pulled a muscle wiping my, <laughs> wiping my butt? Yeah, and, all no knows. And oh no, I have to learn how to do this with my left yeah. hand now. <laughs> and oh no, should I go back to front from now on? <laughs> back to front is a bad move. If you That's, if you wipe back to front, you're an animal. Yeah, you're an animal. <laughs> it's uh, it's not sanitary. My cousin. <laughs> 
back to front. He's like, it's so much more efficient. I'm like, what part? Mm-mm. You're supposed to wipe away from the things you love. You know what I mean? That's the way it goes. You don't wipe. Children, genitalia, you know. Family, your car, genitalia. That's what you wipe away from. You don't wipe towards it. Look, these are, this is what you, you supposedly what you, you know, when I had a daughter and I, and I had to change my daughter, my, my uh, mom told me straight up, she goes, remember, don't wipe forward. Right. Like you do with your, oh, yeah, it's with not your okay. boy. Because yeah. with my son, you just kind of cup him and you hold him up and then you whoop, yeah. and you wipe forward. But she was like, don't wipe forward. That's nope. all kinds of bad news. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You, and you know, I, you, I remember one time when my daughter was, I, look, man, I don't know if you know anything about this, but there's only one or two things that I think I know about a vagina. And I say <laughs> I think I know because I'm not 100% sure, you know? Uh-huh. But... When my daughter was very young, my and I was single, my mother was like, she's going to have questions, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm a bit, I was like, well, I'll answer them. She was like, sh- should you? <laughs> so when she was like five, maybe, she came out of the bath and she was naked, but she was holding, had her hands cupped over mm-hmm. her vagina. And I was like, oh, no. And she said to me, um, daddy. Ah, my squeedy hurts. She used to call it her squeedy. Right. Which was cute. Sure. And I was like, oh, baby, really? And she goes, yeah. And she goes, just like this. And she puts her leg up on the couch. She goes, can you look at it? And I was like, no, I can't. I can't, I can't do that. I think we can, we can call grandma. <laughs> we can get somebody else in on this, but we're going to need a fresh set of eyeballs. It's not going to be mine. I'll tell you what. I don't know what the deal is. Like, you know, it, it, it was a whole, and then. The wiping, the... You know when I really realized I didn't know what I was doing? You have kids, right? Yeah, yeah. My, my daughter's grown. She's 19 now. And do you have a son? Son's 22, yeah. So you'll understand this. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is when I knew I had no idea what I was doing. I went to go get my son out of the car seat. He was younger. He was young. Maybe eight months, nine months. And I go to pull him out of the car seat, and I look at him, and I go... You got poop on your neck, buddy? <laughs> How did you get poop on your neck? Like, I, I had no idea. I had to call my mom. I'm like, he's got poop on his neck. And she goes, yeah. If, you know, if, they, if boys especially, oh. if they're sitting down, mm-hmm. the poop will shoot up. I'm like, where's his butthole? Did I, do I, does he have a second? Is he like a Klingon? Does he have a neck butthole that I'm missing out on? What? <laughs> Am I? Is what? She goes, no, it shoots up. I'm like, what? I have, if it's shooting up, I tap out. I have no, I clearly have no idea what I'm doing, you know? And it always happens at the most inopportune moments. Why do you poop on your neck, man? This is not a human thing. It, and it happens to everybody. It, 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 oh, like, yeah. it doesn't matter. And it, I, I remember that because I remember when my son was born, he had stork bite at the base of his. Uh, uh, what is that? Stork bite is where it's, it's kind of like a, it's a little mark, a little almost mark. like a, a birth mark, uh-huh. uh, but it, it may or may not stay or whatever. It, they just call it. Stork stork, I, yeah. I don't know why it's called stork bite, old wives' tale, or something like right. that. Because it happens during delivery or something. Yeah, and I thought the the, the time that the the up the back shooting up the back, I thought, holy cow, how deep was that stork bite? <laughs> I thought, did that stork leave another complete rectum at the base of his skull that was functional? Yeah, I, yeah. Um, why is there poop on your neck? Is yeah. is look? You hope you never have to ask that question in your life. Yeah. <laughs>
That's not a question you were like, parents. I hope I get to ask somebody why they have poop on their neck. This is It's funny, too, because Pete, who's not here, so we're talking about him Speaking at, of poop on the neck. at his expense, yes. <laughs> uh, well, he, he and his fiance Loren, they're pregnant now. So Who's they're, the father? Uh, Pete. <laughs> oh, okay. So far as we know. So far as we know, it's Pete. <laughs> I hope you're listening, Pete. Yeah. He was able to climb up onto the bed, apparently. Yeah, I was going to say, did he get his... <laughs> He's got one of those mini trampolines, and he starts at the far end of the room. <laughs> Jump. Boing! Yeah, he jumps into bed with Ron. So, so, so he runs, takes a flying leap at this uh, mini trampoline, jumps yeah. up onto the bed and uh, impregnates Loren, which, uh, congratulations, give him a ding for that. But uh, he's about to experience all of this stuff, whereas yeah. I've got a 22-year-old son and a 19-year-old daughter, and he is just blindly Clueless. going. He's at the beginning. And scared, no crapless, idea. too. Oh, he should be. These are all of the things that Does I'm, he wipe himself thoroughly yet? Actually, so far as I know. <laughs> I'm not checking his neck when he comes back. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah. uh, these are all of the things that I'm going to be able to share with him for the next 18 years. All of the steps, all of the processes, and, and so on, it, all through. It's amazing. You know when I see people and, uh, who have like a 20-year-old and a 2-year-old, and they're like, I'm so happy. I'm like, you're a liar. Yeah. You're not happy. Look, once, you, once you're once you on your way out or out like you are, mm -hmm. you don't re-enlist. Nope. Nobody, nobody goes back in for another 18. <laughs> if I told you, hey, man. How about having another baby at your house? You'd be like, I'm going to punch you in the face. <laughs> a baby true. at my house that's mine? Nah, I'll have one over for like 30 minutes. But you're going to have to walk out with that thing whenever when I'm getting tired. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to take care of it. It's so funny because my wife's cousin has uh, a son who is my daughter's, uh, just a year younger than my daughter. So he's uh, like 18. Yeah. And they just had a baby. Not like on purpose. Year, they year and a half, two years ago. <laughs> what, is that baby's name Whoops? <laughs> Somebody got by the goalie. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody does that on purpose. Yeah. The only person, the only time you ever see that is like an older dude with a young wife, and he's like, I'm so happy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we had another kid. <laughs> <laughs> We were going to travel. Yeah. yeah. yeah <laughs> did you have that baby on purpose? One of us did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Josh Wolf in the studio with us. He's your headliner at the comic strip, thecomicstrip.ca for tickets. Uh, you can call the box office when it opens up. 780-483-5999 is the number to call. We'll take a break. More with Josh Wolf coming up after the break. Yes, it's still slow going around town. Yes, the ice is still there on the intersections in the bridge decks and such. Uh, however, some of the stuff's getting cleared up, which is good. Uh, northbound Henday at Cameron Heights. That accident is now clear. If you see anything else that we should pass along, you can call or text 780-451-8097. Coast Appliances, coast to close, clear out of it is on now. Save up to 55% on tagged clearance items, plus free delivery on purchases over $800. Details at coastappliances.com. Hello, it's uh, 8.42. Thanks for joining us this morning. Uh, Josh Wolf in the studio with us. He's your headliner at the comic strip. Uh, you've got your podcast going. You've got uh, Prince, Prince, Prince and the, the Wolf, Wolf and, and Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah. <laughs> um, there are three things I'm really excited about right now. I do that podcast. I do something every Monday night, my friend, called the High Life. Actually, mm. this is the hat I'm wearing. And I sit in my backyard, and I take a couple mushrooms, 
smoke a little weed, <laughs> and I turn on my camera. I know. And I do things like I read from children's books. Mm-hmm. Like right now, I'm reading out of Walter the Farting Dog. Yes. And um, it's really been the most fun because there's nothing planned. And uh, because I'm not beholden to anybody except myself, I really simply do what I think is fun. And I err on the side of silly. So, I, like I said, I do story time. I, I'm a terrible drawer, right? Mm-hmm. So I do a game with every with them every week, the people who watch, and I give uh, some of my merch away, where I draw a picture of a celebrity, and they have to guess who it is. Now, they all look exactly the same, because I'm a terrible... <laughs> artist. I'm a terrible artist. So everybody basically ends up looking the same. But it is a ton of fun. We improv songs. We It's an hour of just ridiculous. And, and the other thing that I do is this thing called Control Chaos, which is like, a, a, not like, it's a game show that I do on my Facebook Live uh, page. And it's a game show. But it's like if At Midnight met Whose Line Is It Anyway. But we've had some crazy guests on the last couple of weeks, like Lance Bass. And, yeah. And uh, it, that is an hour of fun. I don't talk politics or anything like that. It's just an hour of improv, ridiculous fun. I've seen some of the highlights on your Instagram page and stuff, too. They're good, yeah. man. <clears throat> it's it's good, free entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. Are you, uh, when you do finally have your vasectomy? Yeah, I'm never you, having a vasectomy. Oh, you're not going to do I think You're no. not going to do an Instagram live on that? Let me just IGTV. say. IGTV. <laughs> like I told you before. I don't know how somehow they've convinced men that this is a non-invasive surgery, but you are cutting open my scrotum, which seems super invasive. That seems like if you look up the definition of invasive right after anal probe would be a dude getting a vasectomy. So I'm going to pass on that. It's not that bad. Uh-huh. I've, I, I had mine done in 2003. How long were you on the couch? Mm, I watched the Masters. That was the year Mike Weir won the Masters, the Canadian. And and it was uh, I did I had it done Friday afternoon yeah and I watched the Masters and uh, I was uh, playing field hockey on uh, Sunday not really no I wasn't playing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was back to work on Monday I just sat there with some frozen peas on my knackers and watched the Masters and, and enjoyed the weekend how was- uncomfortable were your nuts and for how long. It's, 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 it feels like it, it's if you have a good doctor, it just feels like there's a little bit of a tug, and then there's a little bit of a sting, and then uh, you're on your way. It's, I'm uh, not talking about while you're there, because I'm sure you get local anesthetic, mm-hmm. and local anesthetic implies that they have to put a needle in the area where they're operating, which mm-hmm. means they have to give you a shot. In your nuts. My, uh, my doctor just <laughs> numbed it. He just went... Num, num, what, num, with num, his num, mouth? <laughs> <laughs> he just motorboated it. No. <laughs> I, I, I can't bend my neck that way. If I could, I wouldn't leave the house. But, but I, 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 I'm I, saying, I, if I, they're going to <clears throat> numb your nuts, they yeah. have to do it with a local, which implies yes. a needle. Uh-huh. Which yeah, I, but now they've got the gel they can put on there to freeze it before, and you don't even feel the needle going what? in. What do you know about <laughs> what? What I know, it's a hell of a lot. It's safer like, than I like it. It's like me tight. trying to tell you. Look, it's a period pain. It, it's whatever. Just walk it off. <laughs> you know. <laughs> 
a cramp. I have it when I run too much. You're going to be fine. All I'm saying is this. There is a certain ache that comes in the nuts mm. that I, if I can avoid, I do. Yeah. And so are you saying for that entire weekend that that pain was not there? Uh, no, it was, uh, it was uh, you could tell somebody had been down there doing uh, nefarious work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> I don't want to look down and see some dude petting a hairless cat like, I've got your nuts. <laughs> I don't need nefarious work being ha- happening. I want my nuts to stay. Although I will tell you, when I stepped off the plane here, my nuts... I ended up somewhere in my elbow. Uh-huh. They ran for cover, man. Yeah. It was chilly. That's because you're from California. It's also because nuts aren't supposed to be out in minus 40. No, I mean, no. It oh, was, do you up your pants next time? It won't be a problem. Yeah. Oh, you're supposed to wear pants? Yeah. No Can wonder I, the flight attendants complained about you. Yeah. <laughs> Can I tell you something, by the way? Sure. Uh, you know how I can tell I don't want to... I never want to live in a place that's so cold where I don't know my nose is running until I can taste it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I am, I, I am out on that. I, if it freezes my face, I'm like, I don't know what's on my face right now. I don't know what's, I don't have any idea what's on my face. Mm-mm, I can't do it. I'm, I told you, I'm in the mall. I'm not breathing outside air this entire weekend. No, you're not even staying in the condo. You're in the hotel. When they said you should stay in the condo, I go. I said, does that mean I have to go from the condo door to the Uber? And they said, yeah. I said, nah. Put me in the hotel. <laughs> put me in the. Put me in the hotel. I, I don't care if I sleep in a fire truck all weekend. Put me in the hotel. Put me in the igloo or whatever it is. The race car bed. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. Put me in there. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Now this mall has a weed store. So I'm going sm- to smoke some weed. I'm going to ride one of those little furry animals around the mall all day. I'm gonna- <laughs> Are you kidding? I'm going to stop at Cinnabon like nine times. Mm-hmm. And-, and then I'll probably do the shooting range before I get high. Wow, you don't even have to leave this phase of the mall. You're going to do all of that stuff like it's within right 100 here. yards yeah. of right here. I'll be waving to you the whole time. Uh-huh. It, it's going to be great. I'm waving to you right there. There's yeah. Flat Terry. A flat Terry. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I I can't imagine. I'm going to I'm going to there's a pirate ship there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pull a little Goonies. Hey you guys. <laughs> jump right off of there. You know what I mean? Oh, we're going to go kill it. <clears throat> yeah, 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 yeah. It's going to be I, I why would I what? Let me ask you a question. What's out there that I need to do that's not in here? Hmm. Well, it's all shut down. So it's too damn cold right thank now. Thank you. <laughs> Treacherous driving conditions. Oh, yeah, those are fun. Broken yeah. LRT tracks. Mm-hmm. Great. There's stalled vehicles with wheels mm-hmm. that have fallen off. Lights won't work. You can't. Yeah. Hey, if you're in the mall the whole time, you're yeah. never going to see a car that's upside down in no. the ditch. No. Uh, not, although driving here, we saw a couple from the airport. Yeah. That has got to be so humiliating. We were saying on the way here, the worst accident you could be in is just by yourself <laughs> in a ditch. You're mm-hmm. like, ah. <laughs> what, because what's your excuse? It, it's probably something you were probably texting or... I remember when I was in high school, I ran into a tree. And uh, when the cops came, I, I didn't want to tell them the real reason why we ran into a tree. We ran into a tree, my friend and I, because... Uh, these girls, it was, it was, we had just graduated high school and these girls were like, we're going skinny dipping. Mm-hmm. And if you can beat us, we, there was a place called Puffer's Pond and they had a cliff. <laughs> if you can beat us in Puffer's Pond, we'll undress in front of you before we go skinny dipping. And we were like, we're going to beat you there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, we're going to be, I don't care if I have to run you off the road. Oh, we're going to. 
gonna beat you there. <laughs> and um, so, <laughs> because at 17, I was like, undress in front of me. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, yes, please. <laughs> and um, we ran directly. When I say I ran into a tree, in, in the States, in, Calif- in, in Massachusetts where I grew up, it's Three digits, dash, and then three digits, right? Okay. I hit the dash. I hit the middle of the license plate. Right. I hit the dead center of the car. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it was not a good accident. But I couldn't tell the police that I, you Which, know, was chasing. Chasing. Booties. Yeah. yeah. So I said, uh, I tried to avoid a dog. Of course you did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, when I remember when I told my dad that, by the way, when I told... When my dad heard I had an accident, he was actually in California at the time doing some business, and um, my brother called, my brother had to call him and go, hey, Dad, Josh was in a car accident. And you know the first question my dad asked? Whose car was he driving? <laughs> <laughs> he just wanted to make sure it wasn't his car. Father of the year. <laughs> He's like, you yeah. How many? Here's here's my question. How By many? By the way, legitimate question. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I he told me later he goes I assumed that if you had died he would have said something like I got some really bad news mm-hmm. or but he led with Josh has been Josh was in a car accident <laughs> so he just assumed that it wasn't terrible and he wanted to make sure it wasn't. <laughs> How many other questions, though? Like, did he ask... No, a, I think a, that was did, it. How many yeah. other questions did he ask before he asked if you were okay? I, actually, I don't know that because I was in the hospital at oh, the time. Okay. I just remember my brother said... For, at the hospital, he told me, he said, you know what dad asked? Because, you know, do you have siblings? Yeah. That's just the kind of thing. I'm messed up. My head's swollen. I've got blood <clears throat> caked up on my face. Sure. I almost lost my left eye. And I'm sitting there. It, my My jaw came out. But the first thing my brother couldn't wait to tell me is, I got to tell you something Dad said. Because when you grow up in a family, that's funny. Do you know what I mean? That was yeah. oh, that was yeah. funny to me. Um, but, uh, yeah, we, um, that was not a good, uh, it was not a great night. But it, it would have been worth it if I could have seen those girls <laughs> naked just one time. Through that one swollen eye. Yeah. <laughs> this was all worth it. All bloodshot. <laughs> Can barely open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Josh Wolf is your headliner at the comic strip. Uh, catch him on the uh, Prince and the Wolf podcast. You can catch him on High Life and uh, Controlled Chaos yeah. on his Facebook Live. Look him up. You won't be sorry that you did. And uh, go and see him this weekend. He's got two shows tonight, two shows tomorrow night at the comic strip. Tickets at thecomicstrip.ca. It's always fun to go and see Josh. We have four tickets for you to win right now if you're the first caller through after I clear the lines here. 780-451-8097. A table for four for you and three friends for the late show tonight at 945 at the comic strip if you want to get on the horn and try and Can I talk to them when they call in? Uh, Well, we have to. We're up against it. Got it. Got it. it, But it's always great to have you Thanks for having me, man. Uh, So good to see you again. And... uh, Enjoy your time in the mall. <laughs> oh, listen, if you see me high on one of those furry things, everybody come up and say hello. <laughs> Go see Josh Wolf at the comic strip tonight.